0: welcome back to paper route i am your host brandon marshall and i'm sitting here in this very beautiful smelling good studio Mm. in weston florida south florida sunny south florida was a little chippy last night but it's sunny today and the weather is back where it needs to be, and that's perfect, but I'm sitting in the studio with Andrew.
3: Yo, what's good, bro? And I'm just
0: sitting in the <laughs> studio with BC in the booth, what they do, fellas. Yo, 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 what's good? Listen, we're hot off the press, hot off the press. They still printing right now, B. They still printing, <laughs> they're still printing. Holy shit, R- Russell Wilson speaks. He speaks on I Am Athlete via paper route slash I Am Athlete. Listen, guys, um, hot off the press right now, Um, awesome couple of days. We flew out to San Diego Thursday night and sat down with Russell. I wouldn't even say sat down. We really spent the entire day with him from working out to breaking bread at lunch and dinner um, and then doing the sit-down and then the team. Shout-out to you guys, Bianca, Andrew, Ingram, uh, Manderville, like, the team did a phenomenal job turning around this show, which is extremely hard to do. We sat down for two and a half hours, so being able to edit and make all, you know, clean up all the things that we need to clean up, it's a lot of work behind the scenes. And so we were able to get it out. Uh, the Russell Wilson sit-down, if you haven't heard it, uh, it's up on uh, SiriusXM or wherever you get uh, your, your 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 podcast, listen to your podcast so all platforms. But go to SiriusXM. Um, so yeah, we got it out there and yeah, it's, it's it's creating a lot of conversation. So I'm excited to dive into that today. But there's so much other stuff that we can talk about too. So it's like a lot of tension in the world today. Y'all see Cam you feel Newton? That way? You don't have to dive into it, BC, but did you did you see Cam Newton? Nah, I've seen that. You I seen that. that. All right, we gotta talk a little bit about Cam Newton, my buddy. My buddy <laughs> yeah, Cam what's Newton. What's going on? Listen, and and I ain't gonna shy away. I ain't gonna shy away. Because what he always tell me, lean in, B, uh, lean, lean in, B.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> so we got to talk about Cam Newton. Um, uh, Tyreek Hill made some comments, some interesting comments this weekend. Some Justin Jefferson talk. There's some talk. Wimby, have you been watching Wimby play? Oh, man.
3: Wimby nice. Special.
0: Yeah, special, special. So, anyways, before we j- dive in and I pass it back to Andrew, boom. Mm. Uh, any updates? Anything y'all want to get off y'all chest before we start? BC, anything? And hold on, why is BC's camera looking so crispy right now?
3: Oh, that's Bianca.
0: What? That's Bianca.
3: <laughs>
4: <laughs>
5: <laughs> He's crispy. That's Bianca, man, came in and hooked me up. What kind what of camera? What, what did y'all do? What was the tweak?
3: Lighting. lighting.
5: That's it? Yeah.
0: It's always lighting. Really? Why does that look like he went from like uh, a T-Mobile, no, a, oh a, a Nokia uh, first camera phone <laughs> to 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 four K?
3: Simply just turning the light around. <laughs> that boy looking clean. <laughs> that boy clean. BC been wanting this for weeks too.
0: Yeah, <laughs>
5: got my lighting.
0: All right, BC. Any update? Anything that we need to talk about that we won't talk about in the show?
5: Nah, off the top of my head, I think yeah, the top thing was. You know, I wanted to get in to see how you thought about this cam thing, so. Oh, you want to get messy out of all the news. You can talk about
0: the Lakers. You want to start in the the mess. (laughs) He want to talk about the messiness. You are messy. (laughs) Okay, Andrew, anything you want to get off your chest? Anything you want to talk about?
3: Uh, You know me. I'm always looking for something new over the weekends, man, trying to get music. Uh, I wanted to talk to you all about this a couple weeks ago, actually. Um, Y'all know I'm different, bro. So yeah, I'm trying to create we know, we a know. Japanese groove theory playlist, and it's all based <laughs> off, of
4: <laughs> Dog, you see what I'm
3: saying? Mans can't live. Hold on. Mans hold on. can't live. <laughs> hold on, hold on. You wanna do what? So I was doing some research in the music and I fell upon a certain track by Kimiko Kasai.
4: <laughs> okay. Which was
3: from 1977. And I love the way the music sounds, so I did more research, and I found out that it was a part of a playlist called Japanese Groove Theory. So yeah. I'm trying to create my own playlist based on 70s and 80s Japanese
0: groove music. Can you play, can you play a little bit, a snippet of it? Yeah, I got right. you. Play a snippet of it before we <laughs> start this Why, because y'all don't believe me? Y'all think wow. I'm, I'm faking it? Brandon Marshall here, your host on Paper Route via... Channel 103 Faction Talk Serious XM Andrew Rue who always talking about something weird, <laughs> pulling something weird. And BC in the booth. We got a lot to talk about today. Got a lot to talk about today. But first, but first, but first, we have to hear this Japanese, what is it called? Japanese
3: groove theory. Groove therapy. Let All us right. know. Hold on.
0: All right, let's see. It sounds like jazz to me.
3: I know, it's groove. It's, it's from the 70s. It does have a jazz element.
0: Is it from Japan?
3: Yes, it's a Japanese artist.
0: Oh, so this is just jazz. This is just, that's all it is. Just okay, well, yeah, it's just Japanese. Why you made it I thought I, was gonna, I, 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 I ain't going to make some no Japanese. noises because I don't want to sound racist or anything, <laughs> but I thought I was going to like feel Oriental.
3: No, 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 no. They, but now vibe. she is singing in her native tongue.
0: Well, let's hear that part. Okay,
3: hold on. Let me skip ahead.
0: Yeah, skip it here. Do That voice, all
3: right? That's all I'm letting Ooh, you get right there. Yeah. That's all Make I'm letting you playlist. get right there. I
0: like that. I like that. BC, BC, come on now. BC, that's something that you would BC listen BC ain't vibing it, man. You ain't listening to that, BC? The
5: voice does sound good, but um, yeah, I'm just not into the whole... <laughs> Japanese appropriation. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna go. Li- <laughs> I'm, gonna go appropri- I'm gonna go listen to the real thing from the bros <laughs> <laughs> What? <laughs> I'm confused. What is it? This a is B. A B. Japanese. King? You want to
0: listen to BB King? Huh?
5: Yeah, I'm gonna go listen to the real. You know what I mean? He's... Oh, I see what, Bro, you saying. I see what you're saying. That was good. That sounds good.
0: No, that listen. I ain't gonna hold you. I, I appreciate that your was gonna honesty. Something weird and awkward, but that was beautiful. And I, when you make that playlist. I'll please send that to me. Yeah. I'll listen to that. I'll listen to that song. Send me that song too when you can.
3: I got you. I got you. So guys, let's get into it, man. Like, I think this was a, a wonderful experience. Um, if I could just speak for a second to it. Please. Um, Man, like Russell Wilson, he's everything you believe he is. Um, I know some people don't necessarily agree with all his positivity, which is so confusing for me, but <laughs> I really, really like his spirit and, and – you know he still got that dog in him. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. I can't speak to certain things, but he still got that dog in him, and just the the. Well, you got to tell him why. Around.
0: You got like go back, like because you're speaking it from a perspective, but you got to tell the people that you were there. So you yes, know what I mean? T- yeah, T- yeah. Love. Well, I don't want to give away too much. You yeah, know? but you're saying, but you you get the, the, like, you get like could have name dropped a little bit or, you know, uh, you, know. you could have really like, yo, I was there. I was at the crib. Yeah, I was. OK, you I didn't know, know if you I could cross with... those lines. Oh, OK, I feel what you're saying. I feel All right. Saying. So, yeah, you know, your boy was up in Russell Wilson compound.
3: <laughs> yeah. You know what I mean? We was out there. We was in the gym. We was, we was in the game room. We ate a lot of candy. I'll tell you that we ate too much candy. Everybody ate candy. But now nah, him and Sierra and I would say the entire crew. Like everybody was real professional. Everybody was really nice. And it was just a great experience for me overall. And I was glad. Honestly, B, it's been too long. It's been too long. It's been too long, yeah, long since know. we've done a podcast, bro. I know, I know. So, I know, yeah, man. that felt really, really good to get that done and get it accomplished, man.
0: We, we literally flew. We took off Thursday night at what time? 8 p.m. So About it was that, 8 yeah. p.m. Yeah. from Miami Airport, Miami International. We landed at like 1 a.m. We get situated at two. I didn't go to sleep till three in the morning. We turn back around at 7.30 a.m. We get up and we start our day maybe even earlier. Uh, Ingram was up earlier shooting stuff. And you know, then we rolled the whole day. Our flight was scheduled to take off Saturday. Was it Saturday? No, Friday, no, Friday night. Friday night at 10.40. We're on the way to the airport. Flight's delayed until 8 a.m. <laughs> So now we're staying in a hotel. Um, we actually stayed at, I'll, I'll disclose this. You know, people know that I always talk about Russell on our show. We stayed at Russell's house. Yeah. We had a whole, the, we had the whole guest house. I slept on the couch and you guys took, you and Ingram took the two rooms. So that was cool. Yeah, I appreciate that, by the way, B. And then we stayed at the Hilton Garden the last mm-hmm. night. Yeah. <laughs> we didn't want to make that 40 minute drive back to his house. Yeah. So we stay right by the airport. And now we're here on paper out to discuss. So what do we need to discuss, Andrew?
3: Right now, I think what I wanna go over is some, some, some statements that Russ actually said. He actually let everyone know where he stands from all the drama that he recently had with the Denver Broncos. And we have a video ready to go, so take a listen.
0: So you sitting here at 35, say so you feel the best you've ever felt. Do you still have that obsession? I got more fire than ever, honestly, especially if-
6: Over the past two years of what I've gone through. Whether it's in Denver or somewhere else. I I hope it's in Denver. You know, I hope I get to finish there. I I, I committed there. I wanted to be there. You know, I want to be there. For me, it's about winning. Over the next five years, I want to win, too. I want to feel the chill of that trophy again. You know, I I love the city and everything else. But, you know, you also want to be a place that that wants you, too. So, the thing that I want to do is is, is win, man. That's all all I care about.
3: B, real Mm. quick. Before we go anywhere, the first thing, because you, you did mention it during the interview, didn't that line just, like, shake you up a little bit? The, the chill, chill of, of the, the trophy.
0: trophy. Yeah, yeah. He said that a couple of times. It wasn't until the end where I was like, yo, what, what, what does this mean? Yeah. I never held a trophy. <laughs> he obviously has. Uh, he'd been to two Super Bowls, hoisted one. And so he kept saying a chill of the trophy. Um, but there's a few things, BC, that, you know um, – jumps out on that particular clip, right? Um, One, he's 35 and he said he feels better than ever. Two, I wanna win two more Super Bowls, right? Like you just don't say that if you don't believe it. And it also shows his personality, his mindset. This is what a champion looks like. This is what a winner looks like. Now we can debate if he can still do it at that level all we want. Um, Another thing that, that 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 stood out to me um was just like his confidence in this storm right like mm-hmm. you, you got to be honest here right like the last two years has been extremely tough and even the last year in Seattle he and Pete Carroll you know they they did a great job they were professional but obviously you know you you it just didn't feel the same right and he ended up leaving being traded. After he had no trade clause, right? So this is obviously something that he wanted. He wanted to move on. He wanted um, to be able to be in an organization that he can lead and then start opening up, right? Because it was this whole let Russ cook thing. So let's go back to the 35-year-old clip, right? And feeling better than ever. Um, he said he he wanted to play seven more years. He, he feels like he can play seven more years, okay? Yeah. And he said that. Um, before he even made it to the NFL. So going back to his training days at IMG, getting ready for the combine, he sat with his coaches and, you know, they rolled out their goals and he said he wanted to play 20 years. And I truly believe that that is his mindset. And then working out with him, training, uh, knowing him, uh, he is in position to play a couple more years at a high level. Um, he is. Like, he looks great. He was lean, he's fit, he has a whole team, he's, he's honed in on his nutrition. So, like, I, I do believe him when he says that he feels better than ever, right? At the quarterback position, um, that's a position where we're seeing guys play 15, 16, 17, 23 years. Tom Brady being Tom Brady 23 years. Uh, I think Peyton Manning played, was it 17? Uh, or 19 years. How many years did Drew Brees play? How many year years is, uh, I think this is year 16 or 17, 17. for Aaron Rodgers. To, uh, Peyton Manning played 17, 17 years, years, right? So, like, quarterbacks can do it. Now, the thing with Russ is he has to go into the next situation and he has to have success, right? Now, we can look at the first year in and, and Denver, right? Like, we, we can all look at it and say, well, is Russ, is Russ, is Russ? All right, well, let's look at the other side of it. And I'm not being biased here, but I just want to balance the conversation out, right, to get to the place where it's like, at the end of the day, whether it's Russ or the situation, he Russ is now in a situation where he has to be successful moving forward, right, has to. But the first year in Denver, you have Nick Daniel Hackett. There's reports coming mm-hmm. out from the Jets organization as an offensive coordinator that he's doing things that they've never seen before. Right, and they're meeting less. It doesn't seem organized, right? But that was your head coach in year one. Okay, so you got Nate Daniel Hackett there. You have so many injuries, so many injuries up front. I don't think they had the same starting lineup throughout the whole year, as far as from the uh, offensive line standpoint. You have your receiver go down before the season even started. Um, uh, um, uh, Tim, who he really likes, uh, defensively they stood up. Uh, your running back fumbled five, six times in the first six, seven weeks, literally in the red zone. In those games, you lost by two, three, four points, right? So there, you got that. And then he also had to have surgery on his knee, and also he tore his his lap Played through it. Should have <laughs> went on IR. So that was year one. Year two. It was interesting hearing everyone talk about Russell Wilson this year because it's like people didn't know how to talk about him. It's like, well, let's see if he bounced back. Let's see if Peyton can fix him. So he comes out, and he's on track to eclipse 30-plus TDs. He has eight interceptions. So they benched him when he had 26 TDs. But all year we're talking about, well, he's balling. He's top five in almost every single category. But – he it's like, how is he doing it? Oh, look! Look at the offense he's running. Yeah. So it, it just interesting. It was interesting hearing the commentary around him. You know, they start off one and five. They go into Kansas City. They haven't beaten the Chiefs in eight years. The Denver Broncos haven't been beat the Chiefs in eight years. They beat them. He throws. He throws three TDs. That following Monday. He gets a call. This is going into their bye week. He gets a call. Hey, 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 Russ, look, if you don't take out this injury uh, guarantee, then we're going to bench you for nine, the following nine games, which is illegal, uh, and and it shouldn't have been done. And the way they did it was just classless and illegal, okay? And so now there's this back and forth, and there's a standoff. Russ doesn't stand down as he mentioned in this interview he didn't want to set the precedent and it doesn't make sense for any player uh to remove their injury guarantee so he he, he holds strong and he continues to play and then they go on a crazy run they turn their they, they turn their season around at this point right they they win 5 games in a row all 5 teams that they beat end up being playoff teams right yeah. we're talking about the buffalo bills uh, we're talking about the Vikings. We're talking about uh, the Packers, the Browns, and uh, the Chiefs. And the Chiefs, who won right. the Super Bowl. <laughs> but then at the end, they implode because they lose to the Texans, which came down to the wire. Russ had them two-minute drive, get down there, and they couldn't get the ball in. Uh, it was a phenomenal game. And also they lose. the The biggest dagger was against the New England Patriots. Yeah. And that's when it was like, all right, Uh, enough's enough that was from the Denver Broncos side okay so a lot of takeaways there but it was a great conversation this is what we want the platform to be right we want those guys that 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 don't feel safe and this is the majority I would say this is most guys don't want to go to ESPN don't want to go to FS1 they want to come to player-led platforms and so that's the most exciting part for me Mm -hmm. is that he chose us This is a guy who doesn't talk, who doesn't really open up, who is guarded and protected for the right reasons. Some say that he should open up a little bit more because you get this. Like, we never see Russell Wilson in this type of manner, right? So it was really good seeing him open up and feel comfortable doing it.
3: I agree. And, you know, one thing that shocked me was for someone who doesn't speak as much, very articulate when when it comes to how to approach these things. Right, 100%. Very, very good. Um, one thing I think like great job of doing a over like overview of the entire um, show, but I think what the people want to know be is do you believe him? Yeah, as a former player, do you believe him?
0: So the NFL stands for not for long well, I wouldn't say that it's like what have you done for me lately? right? And right now, we, people aren't going to take the time to look at how many injuries they had or what he fought through. Some people don't even know that he tore his lat his on his throwing on his throwing side mm-hmm. and he played through it. He should have been on IR, right? But people aren't going to take the time to look at that. People aren't going to take the time to see that most offenses aren't successful in year one, right? It takes a lot for a quarterback and an offensive coordinator, head coach, to align and get this thing cooking and on the right track. Mm-hmm. People aren't going to take the time to do that. So do I believe him? Yes, right. Because I we're seeing quarterbacks play at a high level well into their thirties, their late thirties, right, early forties, mm-hmm. right. They're pushing it. So yes, I believe him because of how he takes care of himself. This is the time now where the game is extremely uh, slow uh, and moves really slow for guys like this. He's seen everything, and yeah. half of the, not even half the game, eighty percent of the game in a quarterback position is all mental. It's getting your your team, your offense in and out of the the, the in, of situations. So I know he works his ass off there. He looks phenomenal. He's moving great. Hell, he even talked to us about you know the changes that he made in his program, which is a big deal. Um, you know, you look at the film last year. He looks faster, and then he backs it up with saying, "Yeah, on a GPS, I hit twenty one point seven miles per hour, which is wide receiver speeds at times, right?" So. Do I believe him? Absolutely. But as a friend and as a as a fan, you know, I'm sitting back saying, All right, none of that shit matters. Yeah. None of that shit matters, right? Like, you know, people that takes their time to break this situation down could have your back and 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 tell the other side of the story which balance it out because it hasn't been balanced. But none of it matters. Like you gotta go out there. And your next five, like he said, got to be your best five. Yeah. Like, you got to solidify Hall of Fame, which he's already a Hall of Famer in my book. You know, you look at the first 10 years, he's the most winningest quarterback through 10 years. And y'all laughed at me all year when I used to uh, <laughs> recite that. But it's true. Look at the numbers. He has more fucking touchdown passes than John Elway. And you look at John Elway, John Elway, he didn't win his 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 first one until the end of his career. Like, he won two Super Bowls in a row, yeah. I believe. And it was his last two years, right? Peyton Manning, look at the gap between his first one and his second one. And his second one, he didn't even win it. He couldn't even – he was benched by Brock Osweiler. I mean, for Brock Osweiler. And then he came back in, and then the defense is the one that took him there, right? And there's so many other stories and cases of guys that won it towards the end of their career, we're talking about where they're older. So Russ is in phenomenal shape. His mind is sharp. He puts in the work. Now it's just the right situation. I thought him and coach Peyton would mesh. I thought him and coach Peyton would be a perfect, perfect partnership, but it wasn't. And as we saw throughout the year, coach calling him out before he even started was awkward. In the middle of the season, yelling and screaming at his quarterback on the sideline, primetime game was awkward. How they conducted themselves after they beat the Chiefs and he threw three TDs was awkward. How he's been conducting himself and the Broncos been conducting themselves over the last couple of weeks and the media has been awkward, right? So I'm shocked that this didn't work out between the two because you got two guys with extremely competitive, That wants to win, they have the they have the Mm -hmm. championship pedigree and they couldn't bring it together. So for Russ, what is the next situation? Right? What is the next situation? This situation gotta be a situation where they appreciate you, they value you, and they're gonna let you and they're gonna put you in position to be successful. Meaning like Russ is a guy that's a big play guy. You can't, you can't like run it on first, run it on second, and it's third and medium, third and long, and now you're saying, like, all right, Russ, go go cook. And then half of those calls are, you know, screen plays. Like, it just can't happen. So Russ needs to be very intentional on where he goes next, and it needs to be a partnership when it comes to the offensive side.
3: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, You mentioned something earlier about, um, you know, right around that midseason point where they wanted to bench him. Uh, I think everyone knows at this point that he got benched for the last two games, but we have a clip here that we wanted to show where Russ actually
6: speaks about this. And so we beat Green Bay, Kansas City, we beat them, and uh, as you mentioned, that's when, as you mentioned earlier, that's when I got that call, and I was like, I'm confused, what's going on? And I didn't believe it at first. I was like, this, this, this can't be real. And I got that call that, hey, we're going to bench you for the next nine games if. You know, you
0: don't change the injury guarantee. So for me, but but be clear here—they, it's it's not—they don't want to bench you because of play. They're saying they're benching you because they want you to take out the injury guarantee. Yeah, they want they yeah they want to re- push back my injury guarantee and remove it for that rest of the year. So that way, if I get injured, that they don't have to pay it. but that's why as a player, it doesn't even make sense to do that because you think of those Alex Smith moments and then hell, you can even go back to college like Willis McGahee, I believe it was. Uh, at the U, one of his last games going into NFL, he tears everything, in, or maybe it's Frank Gore, everything in their knee. I didn't want to set a,
6: a precedent for players to remove their injury guarantees, too, as well. And so it, it was it was no way I was going to do that. And so when they said, they we're going to bench you, we're going to bench you, I said, all right, that's what you want to do. Bro, that's like extortion.
0: Yeah. Uh, how, like, you got the NFL PA involved attorneys involved like obviously like- well,
6: I I didn't want to but then then they kept saying it all the way throughout the week so then you know my agent talked to the NFLPA. the NFLPA called me to asked, you know and then they they talked to the NFL the NFL was like this can't you can't this is illegal you can't do this and so then you know all the way throughout Saturday so I was just like sitting here I didn't know if I was going to play the following week. we had Monday night football
0: against the Buffalo Bills mm-hmm. the following week. So I'm like, am I gonna play, am I not? Like, so, 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 like, so you got Russell Wilson in his camp and then you got the Denver Broncos, everybody looking at each other. Who gonna make the first move? You gonna sign, you gonna take
6: no, it? I wasn't gonna do it. <laughs> you wasn't gonna him, blink? No shot. I, wasn't it. <laughs> I ain't taking my injury guarantee. So now I'm sitting there like, okay, well, we'll see what happens. So then the whole week, all the way, and I get back on Monday, I still don't know necessarily what's gonna happen. And uh, on, that, on that Monday, that's when I meet with Sean and Sean's like, hey, don't forget like nothing happened we're just, you're going to play this week against Buffalo. We got a big game against Buffalo. You got to go win on Monday night football. And I'm like, all right.
0: <laughs> wow. <laughs>
3: Bro. <laughs> Bro, that that's insane that they would even ask. You think so? I think so because you brought up two good points. Um, one of which I was actually watching the game literally when it happened, Willis McGahee.
0: Ah. Uh.
3: I believe that was the one you were speaking. Yeah, to. I know right, you brought right. a Frank Gore. Yeah, but it was Willis McGahee. Bro, his entire knee went
4: backwards.
0: That's right, that's right. Now,
3: granted, he was in the, in college. There's no NIL. But imagine that happens to you in the NFL, in Alex Smith that's situation. Right. That's right. Where that that
0: changed his whole life. 100%. 100%. I mean, first off, I mean, let me, I'm not surprised. I'm not like you surprised they asked. I mean, maybe if it clarifies, like you're surprised they asked that pull out the the injury guarantee. Yeah. Okay. Well, yes, because that's illegal. That's extortion. That shouldn't have happened. So I do agree with you there, but I'm not surprised that they tried to pull some, something like this because this is the NFL, right? Like this is what it is, bro. Uh, (laughs) This is the business. (laughs) I'm telling you, it's dog eat dog world. It's, it's a, it's a savage business and, and all they care about is what's best for them. Meaning, the team, the NFL shield. And so that's why I'm bullish on players protecting themselves. Um, now it's funny that like, you know, Russ, you know, if you if you listen to that clip at the end, Russ was like, one day came around and Coach Payton was like, all right, let's act
5: like nothing happened. Let's go win Monday Night Football against the Buffalo Bills in Buffalo. <laughs> Yo, yeah, that's wow. wild. Like, like, nothing happened. <laughs> That's wild that they even tried this. Like, what are you doing? Why even put it in there? (laughs) Like, why even put it in there to want to take it out and then try it and then come back like, Forget the, forget about that. We're gonna
0: just. <laughs> it. Hey, how I go BC? <laughs> forget about forget
5: it. Forget about it. BC.
0: They asked. They said, here, man. Uh, don't forget about it. Uh, let's go win yeah, this yeah. game. Yeah, Football. <laughs> forget it. Forget you it. Know
3: when happened. you go to somebody and you scratching your head as you speaking, it's kind of like one of those moments, like
5: ah, right.
3: Just they, don't worry about that thing we mentioned the we, other day. <laughs> we
5: tried. We tried it. And then you know, like it. That's is crazy. this also
0: in the NBA? This is the clip. This is the clip. I don't know about that. This is the. This is the. This is that clip that goes viral where they're like, and this is the moment when you knew you effed up. <laughs> Freeze frame, right? They ask that man to take all his injury guarantee. This has never you know you been done up, before. Right? You can't even you know you ask don't this. Up, right? You can't. Yeah, right. What
5: you say? <laughs> you, know, you know, you don't fucked up, right? You you know Hey, classic BC. Oh my god. Oh my gosh. That's
3: crazy. But let let's let's get back to like the sit down. Like I, I think what we sometimes miss though is that like you had the real life experience of this. You actually right. sat down with Russ. I was in the room, but like you sat down, you spoke with him. So like speak a little bit more to his energy. You yeah. know, like not a lot of people get to sit down with Russ, not a lot of people get to talk with him. So did he seem at all agitated, worried, excited? Yeah.
0: Like what was the vibe? Um true professional? All business. Mm-hmm. That was the vibe. Like, I, I'm here to set the record straight, still taking the high high road, which I'm like, damn, bro. I you tried, you, to, you tried, though. I tried to get him to go low. He wanted to go high. He <laughs> stayed high. He stayed, <laughs> high. <laughs> he stayed high. But it was like, no, I'm here to let everybody know that, listen, let's not get it twisted. I'm a winner. I'm Russell effing Wilson. That's, like, that's, that's what I felt. Like, his energy – like, if I, if I put a statement behind it, that would that would be the statement mm. behind his energy. I'm Russell effing Wilson, the most winningest quarterback through 10 years. Got more touchdowns yeah. than John Elway. I've been to more Super Bowls than his coach that benched me. Like, that's the mm. type of energy he gave, yeah. bro. Yeah he, looks,
5: he, yeah, he looks like he's coming off with that kind of confidence. Like, I'm that guy. You know what I mean? And that's, that's good yeah. that he still has that, that he's not feeling, you know, diminished. He's like, yo, I'm still him.
0: <laughs> That's right. That's right. And I mean, I think if he, if the if the second year went like the first year, I don't know if he's that strong. Like he's that type of guy, right? Like he's a like you said, he's super positive. He's yeah. all, he always has a positive outlook. It's like, what's next? How do we fix it? But don't get it twisted. Last year, when he was benched, where they tried to they threatened to bench him, he was tied for second the second most TDs in the AFC. Think about Before
3: that. Before he got benched.
0: Yeah. <laughs> right? So, like, I, I feel like he went out there. He caught his stride, got in rhythm. And so he's like, you know, as a player, you feel that. It's like, damn, I'm like, all right. And you uh, you start questioning yourself. You start listening to things. You take it in. It's like, damn, am I slowing down? And like, I, I just had this knee. I got, I got surgery. I got surgery after the season on my knee. I tore my lot. Is this the is this the end? Is this is how it's going to end for me? Mm-hmm. And then boom, you got to follow it up with a productive campaign, a productive season, and he did that. Yeah. He did that. Yeah. So I think that's why he's so confident, because he went out there, he felt, he felt the way he he was supposed to feel, or he thought he would feel, yeah. you know, and, and at this point of his career. And so that's why I say that the next move for him is also important because you know he knows he can play. The numbers show that, you know, the film shows that, right? But now it's about, you know, getting it done because if you go out, like he might, like next year, can you imagine if it doesn't, if he doesn't get it done, like the commentary around him or the, the opportunities yeah. that may not come back around?
5: Why would he yeah, want to go back to that Such? Situ- why would he want to go back after experiencing that and them trying you like this? Why would he even entertain going back? Because I saw—I know I saw him say something like, "Yeah, I'm I'm here I'm in Denver. This is you know."
0: Yeah. BC, you wow. yeah, listen. That's when I—that's when I looked at I said, "You better than me." Yeah. <laughs> BC, I said, "You better than me." I think he's just a true pro, bro. It's like this is—he knows the business that he's in. That's what I think. Because this is the reality, and he said that winning cures all. He, he said winning that, yeah. cures all. But I think deep deep down, not even deep down. I think right there on the surface, he knows that you know, there's a good chance that he's not there. Um, but he also knows that, you know, look, the next team listening, you know, they go, they got to they gotta see me. They got to feel me. And so I think he just went out there and made a strong statement. Uh, I mean,
3: some would say he's probably loyal to a fault. I
0: don't know? know if it's that, bro. I think he just knows the business. It's like, I, I think he was a little naive in Seattle, right? Like, and mm. I told him this years ago where it's like, bro, like, you know, this isn't reality, right? Meaning that type of squad, right? They're the squad, the treatment, mm-hmm. you know, his position there. And, and, and then for a lot of quarterbacks, it is the reality because if you're the franchise quarterback, like you, everything's sweet for you. But it was just like the positivity, you know, how they mm-hmm. conducted business, especially with him. And then you get to Denver, Nathaniel Hackett, that like the stuff that was happening that first year. And then this year with Coach Payton. It was almost like eye-opening for him. Like, oh. Like, it was like his welcome to the NFL moment <laughs> in year 11. <laughs> I'm like, bro, this That's shit crazy. go on in every other organization. <laughs> reality hit. Yeah. Uh, like, oh. <laughs> in year 11. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's like crazy reality. Check. I think one of the reasons why he, he didn't talk before is because it was just like, oh, no. Like, I don't need to do that. I don't need to protect myself. I don't. You Ooh, know, they're not yeah. trying to control the yeah. narrative. And like, after a couple of years, it's like, enough's enough. Enough's enough, like, this high row. He took that high row, but he spoke for himself. It's like, because everybody else was controlling mm-hmm. the narrative. Coach Payton's been controlling the narrative. The Denver Broncos been controlling the narrative. Yeah. And Way I told more. y'all this a couple weeks ago. I said, yo, when stuff starts leaking and gets out, best believe it's coming from the organization. These men and women on the beat that's been around for 20, mm-hmm. 25 years, why do you think they've been around so long? Why is it they always get the scoop first? And who are they getting mm-hmm. it from? They're getting it from the general managers. They're getting it from the owners. They're getting it from the coaches. We right. see you, Adam. We see you, Woj. Yeah, Adam. Adam. <laughs> Tell the truth, Adam. Write the book. Tell the tell-all, Adam. Write the book. <laughs> the explosive. The explosive sit-down interview with Adam Schefter Ooh. as he releases tell-all book that the sports world been waiting for. He reveals the-, the sources. He reveals his sources. (laughs) This is how it works, bro. And that's why I'm so big and excited about the opportunity that we have because who holds media accountable? New media. Mm -hmm. And that's our position. Like, we can still hold our athletes accountable. We're still going to get the the scoops and tell the juicy stories. But at the same time, you know, us athletes that are in these positions with these platforms – we gotta use our platforms to push back on the BS. Cause even like Adam, uh, Mike Kliss, literally an hour after the show came out, he comes out with two points. This is what Mike Kliss says. Let me pull it up for you guys, right? Let me pull this up for you guys. And this, and can you give us a little background on, you said Mike Kliss? Mike Kliss is a, 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 a gentleman on the beat in Denver, been covering the team okay. for probably 20 plus years. He's covered me. I like Mike Kliss so very right? experienced denver reporter very experienced like this is All this right. is what i mean by men and women on the beat and these like these relationships that they have now there's a lot of integrity here this is the business but you know what i'm saying like i'm showing you something so mike cliss comes out with this an hour after our show drops okay got a great relationship with the denver broncos two points of clarity on the wilson comments number 1 Broncos never talked to him. That is a lie. Russell Wilson himself had phone conversations with them. He wrote an email. There's emails out there, okay, with uh, everybody on it, including Coach Payton, who said in a press conference that he didn't know this was happening. He wasn't involved. He's on the email exchanges. Mm -hmm. So they say they didn't talk to him. They only talked to his agent. That's not true. Russell Wilson was involved in this. I said it. He plays. It's their one in five. One in five. Haven't beaten the Kansas City Chiefs in eight years. Mm-hmm. Eight years. They beat him. He throws three TDs. The following Monday, he's going, he's, he's 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 hitting to the doctor to get an ultrasound with uh Sierra to see their their the baby number four. Baby number four. And he get ring, ring, ring. Hey Russ, we want you to take this injury settlement out. Our injury guarantee out. If you don't, we're going to bench you for the the next nine weeks. Just like that. Okay? Just like that. Okay? The second thing Cliff says is NFL didn't say what Broncos did here was wrong. NFL PA outside counsel said Broncos were wrong, but not the league. That is not true. The NFL, the league, the NFL PA, everybody was involved and said this is extortion. You can't do that. You can't say – you can't say if you don't take this out your contract, we're going to bench you. Now you can bench somebody for, you know, production reasons, but how can you mm-hmm. justify that when a dude is on track to throw for 30 plus TDs and less than 10 interceptions? One of his most efficient and best years. You can't do that. That's why I say it's extortion. It's illegal. Russell Wilson has a lawsuit on, on his hand if he wants to pursue that. Yeah. So but I, I brought this up because this is how the media works. Is like they're going out there. He's They're still trying to control the narrative. Well, how, this, this reporter, this M- M- Mike Cliss, who's been on the beat for 20-plus years, right an hour after our show dropped, he comes out and put that out? Yeah. That's... Where did he get the information from, and why did he do it? Cause the Denver Broncos is trying to control the narrative, and it's not true. Yep. And so many of our players, like they're so sophisticated, they're so much more experienced than us. They have all these teams. They're always ahead of the players. How much
3: experience did you say they They're always
0: had? ahead of the players. Twenty plus years. There you go. Twenty plus. But it's not just him; it's a system. Yeah, but so that's, that's what why I'm saying. players, players out there, you got to be aware of the system that you're in, the institution that you're in. You got to handle your business, and you don't give team friendly deals, and we don't sign a franchise tag. Fuck the, the franchise tag, fuck the franchise, fuck the franchise. <laughs> <Fought> the franchise. <laughs> that, was that was a good time. That no, was a good time, right? Like, you was like, yeah, we're gonna go there. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean it's hard because in some situations it could work, but I just don't like it because y'all know why I don't like it. We oh, absolutely. Clip. Can, oh I can, don't like it.
3: Can can we can I just speak to some? Um how many players do you think hear you say what you're saying, active players, and like like cheering you on? Behind the scenes,
0: because um, you so know a lot of people speak. There's almost two thousand dudes in an offseason that's in the NFL. Okay, so I would say, like the dudes here, but cheering me on. It ain't about cheering me on. It's about or listening, listening, and 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 executing. There's probably like a hundred. Oh, there's wow. probably like a hundred. Cause not everybody's built like this. You gotta understand like this is disruptive. It's mm. counterculture. Mm. It's outside of the institution. And so that's why people always look at looked at me and still to this day, even when I'm doing the media, Brandon Marshall's the problem. Oh, he's disgruntled. He's this and No, I'm telling the fucking truth. And I'm yeah. not afraid to look you in your eyes, Mr. Owner, Mr. Head Coach, and tell you that the way you're doing it is is scumbagish. It's savagey. Did I, is that a word? Savage EE? I
3: don't think so, but. Give me a word.
0: Savage <laughs> EE. Right, do but better- that's how they look at me. They're like, oh, it's Brandon. No, I'm t-, like, listen.
3: Brandon, you think they do better deals in alleyways? <laughs>
0: alleyways? Oh, in alleyways, they do better deals. Than they alleyways.
3: do more honest deals in the alleys right? than in the Right, because it's principle.
0: It's like, yeah, like, you know, obviously, because that's life or death. Like, if you cross me, it's a problem. So if you say there's a, a hundred thousand. In this bag, there better be 100000 in this yeah. bag. If you say there's a pound, <laughs> kilo, let me stop. <laughs> By the way, it's savagery. Savage what? Savagery. Savagery. That's the word, yeah. Savagery. Yeah. Savagery. Mm. But
3: um, hate to do this to you, brother. Mm. You ready to get messy? Yeah, what happened? So big dog Cam Newton okay. was in Atlanta. He was at a football event. And then a video went viral, and to describe the video, uh, the former NFL MVP was holding back several people, a fight broke out, and there's really no word on who or what started the conflict. Um, I actually watched the video, a little bit of it this morning. Okay. Looks crazy. It did. You know, because, sorry bro, but Cam was in full regalia, as we say in Jamaica, where he had his full, you know, hat, everything The hat so, didn't come the off. Hat the didn't hat didn't come, did not off, come off. The
5: hat stayed on the whole
0: <laughs> the
3: feather whole was flying.
5: Conflict.
0: Right, right, right. But, you know, can you give us some more insight to what your reaction is on this? I can't. Well, listen, I thought you were going to give me insight on the situation. I text Cam last night, uh, and I said, "You cool?" Question mark. And he hearted it. <laughs> and then, let me see what I said to him. That was all you said, nothing else. That's all he said. And usually, you know, I, I didn't want to FaceTime him every time I FaceTime me. That's how the, I how people, know y'all boys. Yeah. That's some shit I would do. Because, like, you cool. Like And really, what I'm saying is like, your jaw okay? You got a broken tooth? Like, anything happened? Like, I need to see a picture. Yo. But gosh, I ain't want to be intrusive. And look, look, let me say this before we move BC. Died. <laughs> B.C. If Cam was in, if the, the, the roles were reversed and people don't know Cam and I came together, uh, we brought Funky Friday and I Am Mathly together in, in, in front of a live audience and it's a live experience, right, so Iconic Saga and our production company, that's H3 Production came together and we're doing some dope stuff. So, you know, hopefully this spring, summer, we announce like the next 20, 30 cities that we're gonna hit. So we're doing some cool stuff. So this is my brother, this is my partner, okay? And if I was in this situation, BC, you know what do you say to me? Yeah. You gotta lean in. You gotta <laughs> lean in. <laughs> and I promise you, Cam is gonna do uh, fourth and one, and he's gonna discuss it some right. way. Like right. something right. gonna happen.
5: Yeah. And, yeah. and I
0: know Cam. Like I, I, the reality is, he should be on paper out today discussing this. Oh, that would be right. Beautiful. Like that's the reality. He should be on my show. Being like, yo, all right, this is the situation, all right. but I know him. He's going probably want the, all that traffic. Of to course, go he's he going that right
5: there to fourth. And
0: water. Bro, I can't wait to hear him articulate <laughs> he himself. So listen, <laughs> I, I, after he hearted it, right? This is nine thirty p.m. last night. I didn't. He didn't write back. He just hearted it. And then I said, "Cool." He and and, and I said, "That reach save you, boy." <laughs> <laughs> I said, hey, homie." I said, "You had homie in the hole." I said w- w- what you say to him because afterwards, when uh, everything was broken up, Cam was walking by. He said, "Oh, you thought it was sweet. <laughs> <He> <laughs> right. Thought it was sweet." <laughs> I can yeah. see
5: him smiling a little bit in the, in, the, in the end of the clip that I saw. I can see him kind of smiling even when he was like still tussling. Like he's like, man, <laughs> right? Like, BC, if he
0: wasn't tall though, it would have been over for my boy, yeah. Cam. If you wasn't six five, <laughs> yeah. it would have been over for he you, got kid. Out there. It would have been problems. Like, yeah, I, I, we everybody pull up to Atlanta. We gotta solve this. What's the what's the situation? Y'all can't hit Superman. You can't Word, put, you kind can't of touch disrespect Superman.
5: This going on, man. He held it though. He held it. He held it. He like, Reach was it, crazy.
0: You see the reach. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, he held it. Like, oh, whoa. I was like, okay. He was <laughs> okay. like, he was breaking up the fight. You know what? <laughs> he, he was smart though because he knew he was in a situation. He had to get up out of there. And I've been in a couple <laughs> situations like this too in the past. You gotta get your back like on something so yeah. you can see where everything's coming, coming from. Yeah. So when you see the first dude, he's sitting there, and. You know, they having a conversation, very competitive environment. Cam is a uh Cam is is respected everywhere he go in every hood. And so that's why he moves the way he do and, and hopefully he learns from this and start moving with like security and just people that can protect him because Cam don't move like that because he the love. But in this environment, and he's been in this environment for almost ten years, like seven oh seven is competitive. Mm-hmm. You're in the trenches. And the wrong thing Said to the wrong person, Karen, this, this could be the result. So hopefully he, re, he 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 learns from this. But he found himself in this situation, VC. And what saved him was as soon as dude tried to, you know what I mean, swung on him, he, bop, bop, Superman felt it, ah, everything in slow motion. Mm-hmm. He grabbed Buddy and then he pulled, he started pulling him. Right. Right. That's what saved Cam.
5: Yeah. Right, you pull and him off he... the stage. You pull him off the off the stage, back into that little area right there, and he had the fence behind him. So now he like, mm-hmm. ah, I'm trying to take on whatever's coming at me until I get some reinforcements mm-hmm. over here. He like, ah, right. <laughs> and,
0: and, and hold on. So we got Omari because we gonna clip this. Shelly, you gonna clip this because you know the team. There's Omari and what's his what's our, uh or his uh his head. What's his Manderville's name? Uh, David. 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 Okay, let me say it like this. David. And what's the uh, the other gentleman's name that'd be like, no, like energy, energy. Oh, uh, Brent. Brent.
3: Oh, Brent. Yeah. All right, here yeah. we
0: go. Y'all ready? So BC, you said his back is against the wall, right? I seen the one fence. little light skinned buddy come off on Cam's side, swing on somebody, protect. But I was like, where's everybody else at, right? All right? Where were you, Omari? <laughs> Where were you, David? <laughs> Where were you, Brent? There you oh, go. Don't come for my y'all? dogs. <laughs> y'all can't leave Superman out there by himself. Cam, you lucky you 6'5", boy. You got that reach, boy, because, hey, we need you. We need you. <laughs> hey. You hey, call go. out Omari, David? I'm Brent. calling out Omari. <laughs> Where was Omari at? Drop the camera, boy. Some... I, did you see hey, Omari if in the Omari clip? Was,
3: hey, uh, what if Omari filmed it?
0: Oh, yeah, hey, you can't. If Omar filmed it, that's a problem. No, you can't. you gotta drop 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 it, man, bro. You gotta drop the camera. You gotta man. drop that's the just... camera, Omar. You better show me where you at in this video, boy. Hey, you better <laughs> not have
5: that file, Omar. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Kristen, where were you, Kristen? <laughs> Damn, you calling everybody? I'm calling everybody else. Who else? Who else? Who else? Breland. Breland, where you at? Breland, where you at? Breland. Like what? I'm seeing Superman on the fence by himself. This is Mr. Superman. For everybody out there questioning my dog, don't question my dog. He's one of the most uh, giving person people in the community. He's been doing this for over 10 years. Guys like uh, CJ Stroud, not CJ Stroud, no, CJ Stroud uh, interacted with him on 7 on 7. But guys that came through his program, we're talking about George Pickens. We're talking oh, about- Oh, wow. We're, yeah. That, where do where you think he plays? It was C1N. Okay. Yeah, okay. Uh, uh, um, Justin Fields, and the list goes on and on. I'm sorry. I think he, I can't even name all the other guys. Like some of the best quarterbacks, wide receivers, mm. came That's through dope. his program. Through his seven, but, 7 Right, and and I just – listen, so he's a great guy. I've seen Cam. He – no problems. He don't want any problems. He's not starting anything. He's highly competitive. He's trash talking at the most. He never crosses the line. So whatever happened, this was just like –
5: anomaly. Yeah, like. I would love to see what, what was said or what kind of like triggered this whole situation. Of course, mm-hmm. there was probably some shit talking, but damn, to go swing on Cam? <laughs> like, you swing yeah. on Cam? What'd he say to you?
3: They jumped him. Yeah, exactly. So it like, it's like multiple people felt the same way. And um, Seeing mean, homie,
5: his homie came though after, I think, somebody, yeah, yeah. in a gray sweatsuit, came over and swung on somebody. I was like, oh. Like, I mean, we'll never get the, the true, Superman? true story,
3: but... Yeah, because every video I see starts off with the fight already going. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, have, I do have I've to only ask seen this, one though. clip. What do y'all think would have happened if the hat came off? <laughs> oh man, I gotta know. <laughs> I got <know>. Superman, <laughs> Superman might
5: have turned to Hulk. Yeah, he he would have ripped out his hat that off. That outfit. The hat. It would have probably on. got bad, bro. The hat. The hat.
3: But um, let's talk about the youth a little bit with this because you know obviously Cam is surrounded at seven on seven with a lot of young athletes. Like, what would what advice would you give be if a young athlete was faced with this same situation?
0: What situation, like Cam? On which side or of which it? Side.
3: Um, I'm gonna pose it from, let's say, a young athlete like a C.J. Stroud. So you're in the NFL, you're yeah. doing something like this, and this happens.
0: Well, the first thing I'm I'm going to say is like, the thing that makes Cam special is that Cam is organic and he's connected to the people. We saw that, you know, as we since we've been touring, especially in Atlanta, like literally mm-hmm. jumping out at a crystals, jumping out at the local restaurant, mom and pop shop. And they like Cam Newton. I'm talking about from the streets to crack kids to attorneys mm-hmm. and doctors, Cam, Cam, Cam. Like Cam is one of the realists. And so that also can put you in a, in a tough spot like it did here mm-hmm. because Cam, he moves by himself. He has his team, but he's he not walking around with bodyguards or you know some entourage. He's not doing that. And the biggest thing that we have to the, the most important thing that we have to understand as athletes is like hell. We he went ten years. He he's, well Cam never had a situation like this. So you can go damn near a lifetime, and then just that one moment, that one time, you end up in a compromising position. And so the advice is you got to move with security yeah you got to move with security and security has to be on their job do their job and not let these things happen you got to be protected but if now it takes away from the authenticity in who we are and so that love that we we've gotten by moving this way and the respect and now dissipates
5: right yeah people feel like they can't touch you like that you're not you're not relatable you know what i mean or not re- not unrelatable but like they can't you're not as easily accessible that's right they can't touch you they can't just reach out and touch mm-hmm. you like before that's so now right. everybody's like oh you got security he think he all that uh, uh. but see then that also brings a different you yep. type of energy as well sometimes yeah with the security because now it's people want to try you because oh you you know you got security, like it doesn't...
0: And then the security pop off protecting you, now yeah, you're still in a situation. Now you're still
5: in a situation. Because mm-hmm. uh, I think, I didn't get the whole story yet, but something happened with like that with Buster the other night too. Mm,
0: I saw that. Oh, yeah. you see what, what I'm saying?
5: He got too. in a little situation, but it looked like the security was getting a little overly aggressive and he had to. He was trying to step in, but then it escalated anyway. You know what I mean? Cause sometimes they mm-hmm. could be a little bit over the top. So, yeah, it's just, you know... You got to be able to read the room and just assess the situation and know when to, you know what I mean, how to deal with certain shit. But sometimes shit just goes left and you can't, you know,
3: just happens. It's hard to de-escalate a situation with anger.
5: Yeah, and then you trying to be cool, but then the other person is already seeing red. You know what I mean? So now yeah, it's like it's, you got to you got to meet them there. You know what I mean? So now it's mm-hmm. it's it's just a domino effect, cause and effect, and it's, it's, it gets crazy but the the whole Go, point is to not get to that of course of course bro um
3: going back to the situation right like like you brought it up you and cam move in a certain way where you're not necessarily walking around with 10 security guards So,
0: (laughs) I'm now, hold on, listen, listen, my budget get better, I'm (laughs) walking around with security, I'm changing, I don't care how motherfuckers (laughs) think about me, I am changing, (laughs) I did it like when I went to Vegas, not for the Super Bowl, because I was, it was like how I was moving was different, but you know, I go to all the big fights in Vegas, and the last one I went to, I had two of them big like paws. Oh. <laughs> I had two. Didn't I even say yeah. I had Floyd Mayweather's bodyguards, Big Adam and them boys for real. Yeah. Oh, and Big Country. The Boulders. Yeah, like no, that's their name. Big Country, Big Church. Big. So Church and and Big Adam, and they they used to, Jay Cutler back in the day. They when two thousand seven, we used to go back there. Jay brought them out, and I just stayed in touch with them. And now, bro, everywhere I'm moving, when that budget come. When I go mm. outside publicly, I'm gonna have somebody around me, cause it's too crazy. It's too much yeah. on the line, right? Like, think about it. Like everything that Cam has done, and I know you have a question. Sorry. You good? But like everything Cam is doing and is done, you know now is it can be questioned because of somebody else, right? Mm-hmm. And we just gotta protect ourselves. It's just too much on the line here, man. People already think I'm a problem.
3: Yeah, and and I'm I'm really speaking to my own experience here with this question. Um, and I'll ask a question first so you understand where I'm going. How do you actually hold back but still defend yourself? But what I'm speaking to is just even this last trip, you know, we're walking through the airport. How many times have I seen someone stop you, ask you for an autograph or not an autograph, sorry, a photo? Right. And I've seen everyone from a young kid to a guy in a military outfit do this. Right, right. So it's like. As the person in the city, you can't change your face. No, you can't change your past. Yeah. So, like, how do you even actually you hold put, back? Even
0: even when you put a mask on a hoodie, on they still know she was crazy. <laughs> like, damn, I, that was, yeah. like I thought I
5: was low. Yeah, right, bro. Oh, if you you saw like the... six five, man. <laughs> <laughs> you trying to be low, like <laughs> no. with the locks hanging? Are they showing it
0: right now. Look at they showing it right now on TV. Cam? Look oh look, yeah, Cam, right look, there. Look, look
3: but like, look. even the guy that checked the uh, checking in the bags. He, he like didn't notice B at first, but as soon as he did, like you could see like the pure enjoyment of just the fan in him mm-hmm. come out. Mm-hmm. So if you take that to the negative, you're walking down the street, you're going to a restaurant, you think, oh, I could just walk down and go to the front door, and it goes haywire. Like, How do you defend yourself while also still trying to hold back? Because you know you're, you'll get the majority of you the blame. You can't.
0: You're always wrong. Listen, you're, you're... is that you're, by
3: position though?
0: You're, yeah, you're you're always wrong. You that's why you know like we are the celebrity, we're the stars, we're the famous person, and mm. you just gotta assume that you gotta you gotta you gotta anticipate the worst. I got and you. And so you you know you 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 have more to lose than someone who may come up to you and try you or say the wrong thing, right? From a monetary standpoint from a reputation standpoint, because you're public. Not saying that you're more important than them. You know what I'm saying? Mm Because everybody's Mm -hmm. equal. But you're public. You're a public figure. They're not going to talk about this person. They can't even Google search this person, but they can Google search you. Yeah. And then the reality is, they're gonna when they go home in a situation like this, like the Cam Newton situation, they gonna be celebrated. You don't think the homeboys? Are, yeah, look, look, let's turn the ESPN right now. That was me. Oh, i I hit
5: him off. Right. <laughs> you you know what I'm saying? Right. That's yeah. a badge of honor. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always at home talking about that right now today. Oh yeah, I hooked off on Cam. <laughs> ah, I got crazy. Ah, 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 Oh, if such and such wasn't there, I would have. <laughs> you know they they talking real crazy today. Y'all remember Minister Society? <laughs>
3: yeah the movie yeah of course remember that scene after they did the robbery <laughs> and they were sitting there watching the videotape that's <laughs> kind like... of what it sound sounded like y'all described man but
1: earning your degree online doesn't mean you have to go about it alone at Capella University we're here to support you when you're ready from enrollment counselors who get to know you and your goals to academic coaches who can help you form a plan to stay on track we care about your success and are dedicated to helping you pursue your goals. Going back to school is a big step, but having support at every step of your academic journey can make a big difference. Imagine your future differently at capella.edu. All
3: right, man, we're going to give Cam a rest, man. Cam, hope you feeling good. Hope you're feeling great. But we're going to move on to not, not necessarily something positive, but Baboni. Baboni. Apparently he's getting some heat right now from PETA. Uh, that's the agency that basically looks out for all universal animals. Um, because during a concert he had in Utah, he actually rode out onto the stage on a on horseback. <laughs> <laughs> and Peter Peter basically was like, Nah, man, you can't use horses as a prop. Well, Peter tough, bro. They they, they tough, come man. On everything. Like you could use them in music videos. I don't know if they get angry about that. But B, what's your reaction to this?
0: Well, I mean, Pete. First is Peter's tough. And it's like, man, like, is there a list of do's and don'ts that Peter have of what we can do? Because like I wouldn't have thought anything of this as long as the horse was safe,
5: right? He's not yeah. being abused. You're not abusing the animal. You're not mistreating them. Anything. I don't. I really. I don't see it. I don't get it. Uh, right, Peter, what they bullshit. Especially because we <laughs> see animals all the time in music videos,
3: right? Like recently, you had his come out with Megan. But multiple like people always use like snakes. I think Britney Spears is used like this isn't uncommon for musicians to use animals to probably uh project an idea. Right. So like I, I get what you're saying. Like there is that possibility that the horse can probably go too far, fall off the stage. But like, come on, bro, you don't think this is a train horse. There's a trainer somewhere. Exactly. Bad bunny just used this to make an entrance.
5: Exactly. It's a form of transportation.
3: Have you seen anything like this in the music industry before, BC, where, like, PETA attacked an artist for something like this? Or anything at all? We always see it. Well, Cam, I, I mean, think something almost happened to Cam one time, right?
5: Because he used to wear a lot of furs and yeah, stuff. Yeah, they come after everybody. If you got fur, if you wearing furs. I can't recall anything off Lady the top Gaga of my head. a couple head years ago. With that. Remember uh, she had the
3: meat outfit? Which, right. Which... That was extreme. I will say that. It was a little extreme. I know
5: they pulled up on Kim K at a, I don't know if it was Vogue or one of those gala things or something, some award show they pulled up on Kim K throwing, I don't know, flower feathers. I don't, listen, I get it. I'm all for, you know, not mistreating animals and for, you know, the proper Mm -hmm. treatment of animals and stuff like that. I'm not, nobody's here promoting, condoning animal abuse, but- Bad Bunny came out, mind you. Do they got a problem with his name because it's a bunny? Because he's Bad Bunny. <laughs> like, is that is that a problem too? He, he painting a negative. Like, where in, are we going? Yeah, like, yeah. Like, oh, you're using the bunny. You're <laughs> giving the negative <laughs> connotation to, to to bunnies everywhere. Rabbits. And like, come on. He got on the horse. He didn't mistreat the horse. Nobody abused it. The horse is back at its stable, wherever it belongs. Happy. With and and, his and, and richer. Like yeah. <laughs> well, what <laughs> are we talking? Like what are we? What are we even talking about? I don't. I don't get it. I don't know.
3: Well, let's try to make it a little fun then. All right, I got a game that I want to ask each one of you. I'll also answer if possible. If you did have a pre pre game introduction, what animal would you come out with?
0: <clears throat> I'm having an eagle fly me in. Hold on, you are gonna fly it on fly the eagle? And on the eagle? I'm gonna have an eagle fly me in, bruh. Do what? y'all know I mean, Is that can even we have Can we yeah. have
5: something that's okay. real, that, that what, can really happen? What is like, your you weight, know? bro? <laughs> now, if you would have right, said you had, you'd have the eagle on your arm, or you was gonna come in with the eagle, you know, on the on the leash or something, <laughs> he, no, he's he gonna said gonna fly, fly, fly me in, Bianca. Google,
0: Google, uh, how much weight an eagle can carry?
5: This is crazy. I saw a video on Instagram last week. I know they okay. can pick up dogs and, and correct. Stuff like that. I know they can scoop dogs up. I, yeah, saw right, them, I saw on, one holy... pick up like
0: a, a baby deer or something and like fly away with it. It was crazy. What? Like so sure that Eagles wasn't CGI? Eagles are monsters, bro. Like how high they can go and soar <laughs> and then they come back. Bro, they're so powerful. <laughs> Like y'all, y'all. We need to really. My problem put some respect with them. the eagle is what you said. <laughs> <laughs> I, he said he like got I'm imagining, shoulders pinned up and pinned yeah, up, just you Flying go. in like that. That's right. I'm flying <laughs> in. I'm, I'm, I'm freaking. I'm, 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 I'm dipping into the stadium, and then we're gonna do the whole circle around. Like I'm gonna be going around. Oh word! Like, right. You're gonna have this, it's this, so strong this strong ass looking like he got
5: a jetpack. <laughs> 40 pounds
0: <laughs> she, she said Why she said like, uh, Up to 40 pounds a Matter oh, yeah.
5: of fact Okay Yeah you're over the limit man no. this, I think you might You too, you're too big You too I big for that ride your carry line. on
3: Might need to be Stowed away <laughs> right, <sir>. check. <laughs> check
5: check
0: check 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 Alright so I'm, com- I'm coming on the back Of a, a lion <laughs>
5: okay. Okay. No
0: better. Like how bad buddy came in on the horse. I'm coming, I'm coming in on, coming the on a lion. Riding... I'm like, damn, how he how he riding a lion? Cause I am the ultimate lion.
5: <laughs> mm. <laughs> yeah. uh, what about man. you, BC? <laughs> I'm coming through with an elephant, man. Not a good Ooh, elephant. Perry. Yeah, I'm coming through with a good elephant. You mm. know what I'm saying? All right. Y'all know I gotta You touch know Katie today.
0: Perry did that in her uh Super Bowl act? Super Bowl halftime mm. show in Arizona a couple years not uh, Well, it's like six, seven years ago. Word. That was dope, Word. but it wasn't a real elephant. It was like, it was you got to look at it, it was pretty cool. Oh, okay, <laughs> okay, nah, just so elefante. y'all
3: know, I definitely would come through with a Black Panther. That's my call. Okay,
0: really? Yeah. You know something that I saw yesterday? Black Panther is dope. Um, you, who, who's the real king? When it comes to the animal kingdom, who they say is the king?
3: Yeah, I was gonna say, there's a difference.
0: Who, um, the lion. The lion. <laughs> yeah, they say it's the lion. They say the jaguar really is. Like back in the day, because um, one, the jaguar lives in the jungle. Lions don't live in the jungle, they live in the safari. They live in the safari. It's like wide open. That's it's kind of crazy. I mean, <laughs> it's like really look at the predator, like who are they yeah. really fighting?
5: Yeah, they're in the burbs. The jungle, yeah, the birds. jaguars in the hood, they in the city. Bro. That's right.
0: <laughs> and so they, they, what they say is the jaguar really, it, like, it, back in back of the day, like the people. <laughs> they're they're so, the birds are oh, crazy, bro. Y'all gotta get on Instagram. Y'all gotta get educated, yeah. bro. <laughs> talking about. I'm you, DC man. one line is
3: be sending me, bro. <laughs> the jer- the jaguar. So you were saying?
0: Too. You know, I'm just saying, like, it was just interesting, fascinating to me how they broke down at like, the Jaguar really is the, is at the top of the food chain, like, it's the most dominant. And then the second would be the tiger. And the way they mm-hmm. got into it, they, they, they explained like, our one lives in the jungle, one's in the safari. And then it talked about like, how the line got that name, right?
4: Mm-hmm.
0: And like the people, they didn't see, they weren't in the jungle, they didn't see the Jaguars. So if they had like, you know, that access to Jaguars back then, and they could tell those stories and it would be different. But I just thought that was fascinating because we've been walking that's around That's dope, that.
5: that's interesting. Everybody's saying that like the lion is the, the, the king of the jungle. I would love to see a lion and a jaguar square off.
0: Well, even even mm. what about a lion and a, and a tiger? That's some dangerous about fights
5: that. right there, bro. And the tiger, I mean, yeah, I think I would go still with the lion.
3: You know who I don't want to see fight in the jungle? Gorillas.
5: Nah, Cause gorillas, they nasty. Nah, with it. Is they Ill go with to, it. I don't understand how they not the the, the king of the jungle. Like for real,
3: bro. They will pull all extremities. They'll poke out eyes before they even do anything to your head or punch you or anything like that. And they got the strength of. They're so
5: strong, man. Like I know these other. Yeah. Like, I know these cats is like they frisky. You know what I mean. They can get. And they strong, like, don't get me wrong. (laughs) The the Lions in them is strong, but the Gorillas, like, bro.
3: They also got, like, the angles, like, the arms versus you on four paws. So it's a lot of differences. But Yeah. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm really shocked with Gorillas. Um, But we're going to touch back on the football field, guys. So uh, Justin Jefferson right now, we all know that, like, he's in his prime, like, clearly. And he is in talks about being traded, but he wants to know – before he signs any deals, who his QB is going to be. Mm. So him and the Vikings right now are going back and forth in negotiations, and they're still reporting out of Minnesota that there's trade talks about basically giving away the, the receiver. B, what what would be your reaction on this? A trade in your prime.
0: I mean, it's happened before. There's been some um... – some blockbuster trades that's mm-hmm. gone down in the history of the NFL where we're like what just happened? So, um we've seen it before. Mm-hmm. Um I think they're in an interesting position right now. Uh if I'm the first off, if I'm the Minnesota Vikings, I pay Justin Jefferson. I give Justin Jefferson what he wants, right? Like Justin Jefferson is one of the faces of the NFL. Hell, he just did a global commercial with the NFL highlighting football in Africa for the Super Bowl spot, right? It's a big deal. Um, He's a true pro. Um, You can trust him off the field, on the field. I mean, he's had the best start at, uh, at the wide receiver position ever. He deserves 30... Thirty something million dollars a year. He does. Is Kirk Cousins successful over these last couple years without Justin Jefferson? That's a great question. Put Kirk put Justin Jefferson with other quarterbacks. Does he make them better? Absolutely. His catch radius is as if he's Randy Moss. He's he's mm. probably what, six one, six two? He's not crazy tall. You know what I'm saying? He's, he got nice size. Pause. Six one. He's six one, but his catch rate is as if he's six four, six five. Yeah. Crazy hands, <laughs> crazy routes,
3: and I, a great teammate. I will say this: I only put three people in this class for me, at least, when it comes to that dog receiver right now in the NFL. Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase, AJ Brown.
0: When you you don't want to put Stephon Diggs in there, and you talking about like no. that? Uh, that grit. I'm talking
3: about. That grit, but also still very youthful. Okay. You know okay. what I mean? Still very I, early on in their careers.
0: Okay, I'll give you that. That ain't nothing crazy.
3: I mean AJ's probably the the one that's the longest, but like AJ has an ability where it's like the mean kid. Like he goes and grabs the damn ball and yeah. pulls it down. Like that's right. it's that kind of gameplay I'm talking about.
0: Uh pause, but you know, we had Alshon Jeffrey come into Chicago Bears and like how he caught the ball, like you're describing it, our coaches be like, he just swallows the ball. Hey, <laughs> I said pause, bro. Like I'm just telling the story. Preemptive yeah, pauses yeah, today. Yo. Right,
3: right. <laughs> hey, yeah, Did I'm you on see it. that TD Jakes clip? <laughs> he swallows. <laughs>
0: swallows. Hey, you know the clip I'm talking yeah. about? <laughs> it's so crazy, bro. He swallows me up. <laughs> no, but Justin Jefferson, um it, it, this shouldn't – Take this long,
5: man. I got a team sitting at five, man. That's just got a first round, top five draft pick. Nope. That's waiting for Justin Jefferson. They could trade him. They can hold trade on, him say that there. again. I said I got a team sitting at five in the in the, in the NFL draft, just waiting. That they, they could trade him for that.
0: Who the Giants? Of
5: course. Yeah, Come but, on, but but bro. but hold on. <laughs> I don't think
0: I like I like uh, the Giants going after Justin Jefferson. But hold on. I think,
5: let me let me finish. Okay. We're gonna um. Pause, we're gonna gonna finish it off. (laughs) (laughs) I was gonna say we're gonna top it all off, but chill, pause. I'm coming around to the idea of Russ though. Maybe a Russ, good Russ would be over there. I don't know what we're gonna (laughs) do with Danny Dimes. But, you know, we put Russ over there. You go get Justin Jefferson. Hey, your prediction for the Cowboys is looking bleak. Hey. (laughs) Hey,
0: you get Russell Wilson and Justin Jefferson in New York, there's definitely going to be some problems, especially with uh, Brian Dayball. Um, I like that, but from a a business standpoint, it wouldn't make sense to do it that way, right? Because you have – Marvin Harrison Jr. Will he be gone by then? Who knows? Maybe mm. he can be, but you can go get him at with that fifth pick, right? Mm-hmm. And you don't have to pay him as much. And mm-hmm. just like Justin Jefferson, he could be that next guy, okay. yeah. right? That comes yeah. in and gives you that type of production, okay. right? And then you have you save um, on you save because you, you you're not paying him thirty something million dollars a year, yeah.
3: See, cool. that's why i appreciate that mindset because i'm sure me and bc didn't think yeah about i'm
5: regular right as a fan like, like hey, man, yo right. get these guys on the team <laughs> yeah. yeah it's about it's value
0: up. all the these play, like so the way uh organizations look at uh players it's like the stock market mm-hmm. right that's that's what it is and so you got to look at players year production cost all of that they take all of that into account yeah you know it's just like that like what they you know baseballs like Moneyball. Is so, it a
3: bullish market, a bearish market? That's
0: right. Uh, yeah, I get the value. So if I'm paying this guy this, how much? what is he giving me in production? But then I can pay two, three guys this and get that same amount of production. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so teams, they play money ball. Mm-hmm. And I, it's going to be interesting to see what type of money Justin Jefferson gets. Like I think Tyreek Hill is the highest paid right now at 30, like eight APY at 30. You can uh, double-check that for me. Let me double-check. But, you know. What's gonna happen, and I don't know if Justin's out there asking for like 33, 34, 35, it's always gonna be just 1 million above. One, maybe two. So that if Tyree kills at 30, Justin Jefferson will get 31, 32, and maybe more guaranteed, probably way more guaranteed. What's the number there? Um,
3: wide receivers, current contracts, 30. Yeah, thirty million. And he is the Tyree top. Kill? He is top, and right under him is Devonte at twenty eight, Cooper Cup at twenty six point seven, AJ Brown at twenty five, and then Stephon Diggs around that at twenty four. I'm mm-hmm. was getting paid, boy, and that's, that's per year, mind. guys. That's per year. Um Jeez. So another question I had to follow up with this was, uh, if if you could name top five QBs in the league right now that should be running to their GMs, running to the owners of these teams, and Basically saying, get JJ in my squad. What top five QBs would you say?
0: Um. So I'm Russell Wilson. Where is Russell Wilson going? Right, like okay. there's a lot on the line for him, his legacy. So if I'm Russell Wilson, you know, I've I, I would I would already be reaching out to him. Right, Russell, where is he going to go? If he goes, let's say to New York, which New York, um, they're probably like seventh they you know, to, to land a Russell Wilson when it comes to the odds. That's mm. what the odd makers say. So, Russell Wilson, he can go to the commanders. The commanders, Washington commanders, have $90 million in cap space, right? Could they potentially bring in uh Russell Wilson and a Justin Jefferson? Mm. Um, so, that's a space. So, that's a, that's a quarterback, right? Like, yo, I'm going here. Let me understand the landscape. You know, where am I going? How much cap space do they have? Free agents. You know, who's available, et cetera, et cetera. Um, I think the Buffalo Bills, Josh Allen. Uh, What's going to happen there with Stephon Diggs? Um, That's a guy that should be paying close attention to this because we don't know what's going to happen with Stephon Diggs. The last we heard as far as, like, what's happening internally was Trayvon Diggs, his brother, saying, yeah, you got to get out of this Mm -hmm. situation. And that was, what, halfway through the year. Yeah. I think it was like through a tweet or something like that. Um, The New York football Jets. um, I think it's interesting for the Jets and Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers took like a $30 million uh, uh, pay cut for situations like this. Obviously, he wanted Devontae Adams. He wants Aaron Jones as running back. Will that happen? Who knows? Maybe not. But this is an option for for him. Now, Will, Justin Jefferson wants to go there, Go there, right? Because Justin has to look at the situation where Aaron Rodgers may be there for one year, maybe two. Then what happens to your career being in New York with the Jets with no quarterback um, mm-hmm. plan moving forward? So we got um, the Buffalo Bills, we got Russell Wilson, we got the New York football Jets. The other situation, I would say, that uh, jumps out I mean I, I don't I think I think he'll be too expensive for the Chiefs I don't think you make this move if you're the Chiefs but you certainly peek at it you know you certainly peek at it because you have you have an opportunity to do something that's never been done before and and, and, and and that's the three peat, right? Like go all in, you have Patrick Mahomes. I don't think this happens, but you definitely look at it. Um those are some of my top teams that I'm that I'm that I'm, and quarterbacks that I'm looking at. Okay, fair enough. And
3: <clears throat> this is a new game that we started playing, but I actually really like this game because it always kind of like stumps people. We want to play a game of start bench cut. We're gonna include Justin Jefferson, Jamar Chase. And Tyree kill
0: Justin Jefferson mm-hmm Jamar, Jamar Chase. Chase Tyree kill start bench cut alright here we go this is the game that's going viral uh, for a couple of years now start bench cut in today's edition we have Jamar Chase Justin Jefferson and Tyree kill which wide receiver will be cut which wide receiver be sent to the bench and what wide receiver Will be in position to go get it. Woo.
3: By the way, I like how you repeat the question so you could have time to
0: think. <laughs> I'm I mean, time. this is Tyree Kill, Justin. Look at these. That's, That's a tough question. is a tough one. Tyree Kill, Justin Jefferson, and who was the third? Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase. So what I'ma say is um, Jamar, man. Jamar, you him. You him, you him him, but love it. But right now I'm gonna have to go with the other two <laughs> on the roster. The just right now, just right now. And if they mess up, you him like, though. You gonna, I'm gonna call you. That's what they told me. That's what Coach Payton told me. Ab, <laughs> hey, we gotta let you go. We gotta let you go. But just stay in shape, cause I might be calling you in a week or so. Just stay mm. ready. Mm -hmm. Right? Never Mm -hmm. called back. (laughs) (laughs) Last conversation. So, so Jamar Chase, stay in shape, stay ready. (laughs) Stay in shape, stay ready. But I'm going to go with Justin Jefferson and Tyreek Hill. And now, who am I going to start and who's going to go to the bench? Yeah. The NFL is what? What have you done for me lately? How can Mm -hmm. I not say Tyreek Hill? Right. 1,700 yards uh, a year ago. This year follows it up with with almost 1,800 yards. Right? He should have eclipsed 2,000, got banged up at the end, right? So I got to go with Tyreek Hill because his production, his output over the last two years has been Insane, unbelievable. Yeah. And he's unstoppable. And it's, it's hard for me because I don't, I'm don't. i a big receiver, right? Mm. And so, like, I lean more towards, you know, the big wide receivers than, you know, the smaller guys, slot guys, et cetera, et cetera. But when you look at him, he's a he's a matchup nightmare. He can do it all. He can do it all. And so can Justin Jefferson. So I got to go with my starter as Tyree Hill, which means Justin Jefferson. Uh, it's going to be on the bench, but it's a warm bench. You, mm-hmm. Anything mm-hmm. can happen. Right. Anything mm-hmm. can happen. Be ready, Justin Jefferson. Just and also, <laughs> Jamar Chase, stay in shape. You might get a call. <laughs> you might get a call.
3: B, I got to ask you this question, bro. Were you ever in debate club? I was never in debate club. You might have might have been a, a, a journey you missed. Really? You might have missed a journey when it comes to being <laughs> in debate club, bro. Because, like, you see how he did that, BC? Yeah. Hey, Jamal, a-
5: you're him. He's in. A-
3: Out of there. <laughs> All right. right. Now, <laughs>
5: Tyreek.
0: We don't want no problems. He hit, you with, the, you, know, hit you with the
5: compliment before he hit you with the dagger.
0: That's what I'm saying, bro. We don't but- want no problems, bro no problem we sensitive as wide receivers jamar see that clip yeah like, we heard never going on No, i am athlete again i ain't doing <laughs> <no athlete." laughs> like damn bro i
3: don't know i think the only thing i would do is probably switch jj and jamar for me just because of recency bias but guys let's get into some last week but nfl offseason predictions and i'm gonna run it down so that way we all are familiar with the picks B gave us his top five offseason predictions for this offseason. Number five coming in with Mike Evans to the Chiefs. Number four with Stephon Diggs to the Giants. Whoop whoop. And number three was Saquon staying with the Giants. Whoop whoop. Mm-hmm. Number two was Kirk Cousins to the Broncos. And his number one offseason prediction was Russell Wilson to the Falcons. B, since we haven't had any movement yet, do you want to change or revise any of your predictions?
0: I don't want to change anything. Um, I feel really good about those movements. I mean, that, 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 that right there. I didn't have T. Higgins there, right? No. Okay, good, because as we know, T. Higgins has been franchise tagged or been informed that he will be tagged, so he's going nowhere. And listen, it makes sense for the organization to do this, but the franchise tag is terrible business for the player. Mm-hmm. has no place in football.
3: Agreed, agreed, especially when you put everything on the line, man Uh, I want to get back into some more Russell Wilson Uh, We talked about Russell at the top of the show We had a great interview with him recently on I Am Athlete Um, During the sit-down interview with Russ Everyone, as we know, is wondering where will Russ be cooking Where is, yes, chef, where is Russ, (laughs) (laughs) the chef, going to be next season And we went through a couple options Let's take a listen
0: let me give you the opportunities. Let me see. Where my phone at? Throw it. Just throw it. I, I see if I still got it. Bang. Still got it. Um, <clears throat> in order, you know, the odds to get Russell Wilson. Pittsburgh it's Steelers so is one. Las Vegas Raiders is two. Atlanta Falcons, three. Oh, that'd be dope seeing y'all, UNC back in Atlanta. That'd be crazy. New England Patriots, four. Minnesota Vikings, five. Washington Commanders, six. And Tennessee Titans, Giants. I like Giants. I, I like that environment. Brian Dayball, Carolina Panthers, Tampa Bay Buccaneers, Seattle Seahawks, interesting, and the New Orleans Saints. Well, I would put Denver 1, because I'm there right now.
6: Winning heals all wounds. My mindset right now, where I am is where I am, and I'd love to be there, you know? I love to win, and that's what I came there to do, is win more Super Bowls. And so if, if it's not there, though, I gotta go a place that we're gonna win again. Mm. nice, nice. Hey
3: guys, don't be that guy. If you want to check out the rest of this Russell Wilson interview, go on the I Am Athlete YouTube page. And, B, just one question right off of that video. Did you think that Russ needs a, a change of scenery? Do you think he needs one?
0: It sucks. Yes. But, yes, he does because I just don't – I really don't believe in Coach Payton anymore. I'm going to be honest, and At I haven't for a couple years? of years. I haven't. Yeah, I just okay. – I, I, yeah, so for him, I, I, I – I, like I love, y'all know I love storylines and I would love to see Russ have the next, the, the next few years be his best few years and he really shut up all the haters because he's not gonna go low. And like he said, winning cures all. And um, if he wins, man, it's a wrap. He doesn't even have to do any more interviews. He have to talk anymore.
5: He doesn't have to talk. So. I want him to see a move on BC. What about you? They tried him. He should get out of there as soon as possible. <laughs> like they 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 tried it. Why would you even want to stay with an organization like that? He should already yeah. be looking for greener pastures elsewhere.
2: Somewhere uh, in the you know, in somewhere
5: somewhere in New York, I mean. Yeah, I'm I'm warming up yeah. to the idea. You know, Aaron Rodgers in the Jets, Russell Russell Wilson on the Giants. Like that's a Ooh. that's a story, you know what I'm saying? Two comeback quarterbacks still you know, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, that Met Life game's gonna be pumped. Yeah, uh, that would be great be if they crazy. would do that. Like that would be awesome. Actually. Um, but yeah, no, I think he should definitely be looking to go elsewhere. They are they already tried him. Why would you want to stay there at all? These people actually asked you to give up 30 M's. Nah. No, nah. I got and,
3: go. and I just want to remind the audience, if you don't know his name, look into Alex Smith. Because that that could be the potential of giving up your injury clause, and something bad happens, and it could potentially change not just your career, but your entire life. Why even it's something put Alex in... Smith has to live with now?
5: Yeah. Why even put that in the paperwork? Like that's what I don't understand. Why even put that in the paperwork to then circle back to ask for it to come out? B. I mean,
0: it's it's shady business. That's all. It's just sh- it's. It's shady business. Um, I don't even know why they thought that he would do this or consider it, right? Knowing that knowing that it could backfire on them, like the way it did. Right. It's illegal. But it that that just shows you uh, how ruthless this business can be. Maybe they be. think
5: he's too much of a nice guy. They just thought maybe they could just <laughs> kind of <laughs> ask him, you know what I mean? Because they they know he's he doesn't want to rock the bowl, ruffle, ruffle any feathers. Maybe they just thought they could just kind of like, yeah, that's hey, they you know, you could they do this. Push over. We don't really got to say anything about it. You know, let's just do this real quick. Sign right here. You know what I mean? Like, right, yeah. right, right. And it's, he's like, nah. <laughs> run, run
0: that clip back again. It's going to take a minute to get to this point. But they didn't know that he was this guy because I looked at him like, Russ. So it was like you and y'all, your team and the Denver Broncos doing a standoff looking at each other who's going to move first he's like yeah not me it was at the second clip that i think we it played. was the second
3: clip run the second we got that clip
0: one. <laughs> let's see if and we can so run we out beat of green here.
6: bay kansas city we beat them and uh as you mentioned that's when as you mentioned earlier that's when i got that call and i was like i'm confused what's going on and i didn't believe it at first i was like this this, this can't be real and i got that call that hey we're going to bench you for the next 9 games
0: if you know, you don't change the injury guarantee. So for me... But, but be clear here, they, it's it's not, they don't want to bench you because of play. They're saying they're benching you because they want you to take out the injury guarantee.
6: Yeah, they want they yeah they want to re- push back my injury guarantee and remove it for that rest of the year. So that way, if I get injured, that they don't have to pay it. But
0: that's why as a player, it doesn't even make sense to do that because you think of those Alex Smith moments and then hell, you can even go back to college like Willis McGahee, I believe it was, uh, at the U, one of his last games going into NFL, he tears everything, in, or maybe it's Frank Gore, everything in their knee. I didn't want to set
6: a, a precedent for players to remove their injury guarantees, too, as well. And so it, it was it was no way I was going to do that. And so when they said, they we're going to bench you, we're going to bench you, I said, all right, that's what you want to do.
0: Bro, that's like extortion. Uh, how, like, you got the NFL PA involved attorneys involved like obviously well, like-
6: I I didn't want to but then then they kept saying it all the way throughout the week so then you know my agent talked to the NFLPA. the NFLPA called me they asked, you know and then they they talked to the NFL the NFL was like this can't you can't this is illegal you can't do this and so then you know all the way throughout Saturday so I was just like sitting here I didn't know if I was going to play the following week. we had Monday night football Against the Buffalo Bills the following week, so I'm like, am I gonna play? Am I not? Like, so, so,
0: so, like, so you got Russell Wilson in his camp, and then you got the Denver Broncos. Everybody looking at each other. Who gonna make the first move? You gonna sign? You gonna take?
6: No, I, I wasn't gonna do it. <laughs> you I wasn't gonna blink. No shot.
0: I, <laughs> I ain't taking my
6: injury guarantee. But... So now I'm sitting there.
0: <laughs> that boy said, said, "No shot. No shot."
3: <laughs> and that's kind of the dog I was talking about. Like, you still see a very nice version of Russ on camera, man. But like that dog, man. He knows. He knows right from wrong. He definitely knows right from wrong. And and final thing on this, and we'll probably touch more on this interview during the week, guys, but, B, I just wanted to get this last question in. Where where do you think um, – What well, what do you think, actually, the world needs to know about Russell Wilson heading into this next season after this interview?
0: Nothing. Nothing like – well – I would say, well, it's this is for me. Like, if I'm Russell Wilson, I'd be like, mm-hmm. I ain't, I don't need to prove nothing to you guys, but going out there and win, that's it. Like, I wouldn't even waste no time, no energy into it, because you can never win this argument. Literally, mm-hmm. we we sat here and watched the last two years, the commentary be horrible around him, like they're the laughing at his commercials, the, this and that, you know, saying that he's trash and washed. Like, it's been horrible. One of the worst, 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 worst situations you can find yourself in as a player me uh, now I'll answer your question um that he still has it that he still has it yeah I just think the situation needs to be right um you know and he and, and it starts with him like he has to make sure that he is sitting down with whatever offensive coordinator next and saying this is what I like and this is what I don't like and be unapologetic about it
3: yeah and, and I'm actually intrigued to see the statement come to fruition, right? Which is two bowls, five years. <laughs> that's a that's a difference sort of intensity coming from not only uh, experienced quarterback, but someone who's been there
0: twice and felt the chill of the trophy right. once. Jeez, that that if he does that, that's legendary. That's tough
5: man, you got to go through the gamut, though. Look at the QBs that he has to go through a week. We talking about Patrick Mahomes every day. So sh- you got to go through some Joe Burrows. Yeah, he's, he's so gonna, let's, it, let's it's going to be a tough mountain to year. climb. Not saying he can't get it done, but it's going to be a tough mountain to climb for sure. Oh,
3: yeah. If we depending on the three-peat, right? What you say? Zoe, Sin, Z, Zen, Z Ziggy. And <laughs> the three-peat right there. Yep. <laughs> so you get what I'm saying? If we expecting the three-peat this year, we can't count this year.
0: This year coming – oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's right. You get what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, you can't So count that leaves year. Russ four years to get two bowls. It leaves him four mm-hmm. years to get two bowls. I, listen, nah, has, has it been done
5: before? Count this year. No, maybe he's an upset guy. See, we want
0: to see the 3 So I don't want him to – I oh, want don't to don't see want... the three-peat, then I want him to <laughs> – Then
5: you want him to – Maybe oh, he's in the Super Bowl. Oh, man, you want him yeah. to just take it easy this year. He just goes
0: to three Super Bowls in a
5: row. No, I mean – what if it's Russell Wilson on the NFC representing the NFC against Patrick Mahomes?
0: That's what I'm saying, and that's Ooh. you got the the you got the Giants, you got the Washington Commanders got 90 mm. million in cap space. Who are you rooting for? Washington. Who, are, who are you rooting for? With Dan that? Quinn. Dan Quinn. He was with Dan Quinn. Knows the knows him. He was the defensive coordinator when they went to those two Super Bowls. Oh, Yeah.
3: yeah. Making the connections connect. Oh, there you okay. go. Yes, on. he was dropping the C.L. Are you dropping
5: breadcrumbs here, B. Marsh? Are you dropping breadcrumbs? Listen, listen, Linda. Listen. Breaking news. Russell Wilson
3: paid $90 a year. No, 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 no. Listen. They have
0: $90 in cap I know. that could be a good situation. This is the division that hasn't seen a back-to-back champion in 20 years. Right, so could it be the, uh, the 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 Philadelphia Eagles winning it this year? Which I like. They, look at look what they're up against. Could it be the Giants? Could it be Washington? Or will it will we see uh, for the first time in 20 years a team win the NFC East back to back, and that would be the Dallas Cowboys. I like that situation for them. Mm-hmm. Even Atlanta Falcons. Like this is a a young team, young roster, right? <sighs> Like, the Atlanta Falcons, Raheem Morris. What's wrong? What's right. wrong? You want this?
5: Oh, I got to give jacket. you the Skip Bayless. God. Brandon, <sighs> here's my problem Come on, with this. Brandon. <laughs> I just can't trust the fucking Cowboys.
3: <laughs> oh, my God, bro. Back to back while we still in the division? Come on, bro. Um... So let's talk about Tyreek Hill real quick, guys. Uh, I love Tyreek Hill, man. Cheetah, Cheetah. I know what animal he coming out with in his entrance, okay? But Cheetah actually set a challenge recently out to Jake Paul. Let's take a listen.
6: You still, you gotta you got to flex for a minute. and say, stand your ground
5: and then exit. I mean, just take it to the cage, bro. And that's why I wanna meet Dana White. I wanna get in the cage. It's yep. either I wanna get in the cage or I wanna boss. Okay, so we can do that. We
6: can introduce you to Dana tonight, and uh, we can talk about a fight. But here's the deal. I set things up. That's what I do. So who are we fighting? We need to come in strong with a card on who we're fighting. I don't know. I, I
5: think my first fight need to be like Jake Paul or something like that. Really? Yeah, bro. You could, He? I don't know. He might, he's getting, he as tough as he looks? I don't think so, bro. Could you have hands? Yes, bro. I grew up boxing. Really? Yes, bro.
0: I don't believe it. That's Cap. That's Cap, <laughs> bro. I love Cheetah. <laughs> I love Cheetah, but like we got to re- realize that Cheetah is is also an influencer as well. He's one of the uh, athletes that's doing it at a high level. Have his YouTube thing, et cetera, et cetera. I, th- I feel like he's creating content here. Do we have the clip of do you do we have do we do we have the clip of um, Jake Paul knocking out Nate Robinson? Do we have that? We do not mm-hmm. have that. We gotta show that at another another time. Yeah. Bro, Cheetah, look at that f- look at that
5: video first before we really take yeah, this. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, Jake Paul, he's been doing his thing. He's a little seasoned right ben now. Been asking.
0: That's right. yeah it's you see come on, you don't play you can't play around with this. I think he's playing. I don't think this is gonna happen. Um, it can't happen. Even his size doesn't, it's not like it's he's. I mean, Nate Robinson was was a, was short too, so mm-hmm. same
5: size. But nah, he's talking about after his career is over, right? Because you're not gonna do this while you active. Yeah, yeah, I yeah, hope not. You're not gonna do this while you're active, and then try to get back on that field. They talk shit to you if Bro, you lose. <laughs> there's two sports you for
3: sure as hell do not play. Right, right. You don't play fight. <laughs> one of them is the NFL, and one of them is fighting. <laughs> like you don't play. You don't play. You fight. know what I mean? Like. Yeah.
0: It, it, you're the MMA guy. You're the uh, I'm gonna give sports you some guy. yeah sports yeah. right. guy.
3: The first thing that comes to mind when I see Tyreek say this, when's the last time you've been to, if you're speaking of the cage, jujitsu, any Muay Thai, kickboxing, slash kickboxing. Um, he said he grew up boxing, so I'm going to you know, take him with a grain of salt. But first of all, do not, Tyreek, listen to your brother. Do not get in the cage. Let's make this a ring, <laughs> not a cage. Not even a ring. You 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 want him in a ring? Boxing. I, if I had a choice. Do you see what happens to athletes who don't train MMA? When Actually, they get in the
0: cage. he might have a better chance against Jake Paul in the cage. We haven't seen Jake Paul in the cage kick in and don't like cheetahs fast. You know what I'm saying? He's scrappy. He just can't get caught with it.
3: <laughs> That's what I'm saying, but if your jujitsu was off, all it is is a takedown and yeah, pounding but I don't trust Jake talent. Paul in
0: the in the cage. But I get in the that. ring. Right. I would say don't get in the ring. I, you don't think it's the opposite, bro? Look what he did to Nate Robinson. I'ma still yeah. say no, just because
3: Jake Paul. I've seen videos of him training actual Muay Thai, and he's already a combat fighter. Really? Yeah. So I mean, he's not. I I don't want to sit here and say that he's
5: taking on a fight, but he's definitely trained. I mean, he trains and in, in it probably. Yeah, but. He's not act, He's not fighting in that. He's been challenged by MMA fighters. I would see Tyreek in boxing. Like he said, he grew up boxing, so maybe he do got hands and he knows. You know, he knows his way around mm. the ring. I would much rather see him doing that than. But I don't think Jake Paul should be your first fight, though. We got to one see.
3: advantage. If he does practice jujitsu, size does not matter on the ground. And if he gets Jake Paul on the ground. Yeah. Rear naked choke, arm bar, triangles, everything can start flying out. And height, True. weight, all that crap don't yeah, matter. Yeah, don't matter. No yeah. So that might be his, his only chance. But again, I've never heard of him practicing jujitsu. And in my opinion, you don't play fight.
0: I you, listen. I don't, like we seen Le'Veon Bell take on box Peterson, knock him out. Like I just don't want to see our legends. I don't yeah. want to see none of my guys <laughs> in there. Yeah. I don't see none of my guys in there unless they're really taking it serious. Like this whole influencer boxing yeah it's cool for influencers but i just uh, you know it's like it, it, i feel like it messes up your legacy yeah it takes bit.
5: away a little bit of that put a little uh, i was if you i was offering your armor
0: bc i was offered i was offered uh five million dollars uh to uh, get in the ring with tio like and i turned it down so you remember when? Yeah. Um, any reason why? Because of what, what we talking about. What oh, just saying? Like it okay. just—it just like like I'm trying to run a company here. Like and then I'm you know I'm B. Marsh. I'm B. Marsh.
5: It's <laughs> like it's like clout chasing to me. Yeah, it loses a little bit of luster if after, mm. after. I mean, unless you win or you're the knockout person. You know what I mean? <sighs> but yeah. it's still. I don't think it does anything. It doesn't add anything to any of these um like former athletes. Or anything like that, unless Agreed. you are seriously transitioning into that sport. You know what I mean? But other than that, just to do it, just to be like, oh, yeah, for a couple bucks, uh, yeah. Yeah. That's probably a good movie.
3: Quick question on the Tyreek, though. Like, if you did, like, see another NFL star getting in the octagon or the boxing ring with him, who do you want to see him fight? And I'm only asking this, not just stir beef, but because Tyreek does seem genu- genuinely interested in combat sports, especially if he grew up in it.
0: Who do I want to see fight?
3: Yeah, uh, Tyreek fight.
0: Tyreek, I mean, if I had to see him fight, I would want him to uh, fight a- another athlete.
3: That's what I mean, though. Like, who would, okay. you, who would you choose?
0: Uh
4: Tyreke,
0: him and Nate Robinson yeah. would
3: have been good before Nate Robinson fought Jake Paul. Same build, you know.
0: Yeah, that would be interesting. But uh listen, if 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 Tyreek really grew up boxing, if this is this is real, mm-hmm. then Le'Veon Bell to me is the next one or Frank Gore. Now I know there's like the, you still look at the weight, you know, in a class, but I, I would go there. It's like, all right, let's go. Okay. Le'Veon Bell or um Frank Gore. with well, Frank Gore's coaching now.
3: Frank Gore's, I'm sorry, but Frank Gore's premier in boxing was scary, bro. Not <laughs> coaching.
0: He's in the front office with the San Francisco 49 I got you.
3: And, and just wanted to do this real quick because I did see an ad on this the other day. I just wanted to give Nate Robinson a shout-out. Um, he's dealing with some real issues mm-hmm. with kidney failure. Um, I, th- I believe he actually needs kidney replacement. Mm-hmm. And you could tell it's starting to take effect on his physical appearance and things like that. So I just wanted to give him a shout-out, sending prayers and, and, and motivation over to him. Um, to I hope he does a lot better.
0: That's right, 100%.
4: Yeah,
3: yeah. And um, the only other thing I would say is on this combat thing, sorry, guys, um, is I wish these guys would actually make a true effort to train before. Like, I get, like, you want to, you know, feed into the hype, but, like, if Tyreek said I'm going to take it serious, let's say the octagon. Right. Him and Jake Paul, because I want to also see Jake Paul in the octagon. Call up Dana White, create a vlog, train for a year like a real athlete, get some of these former, like like uh, Tony Ferguson. I don't know if you guys know him, but he trains like a beast out in Phoenix. Yep. He kind of, in the last four or five matches, have been on a sort of downfall. But, like, get with people who are, like, experimental and also know this industry train create a vlog create a whole thing around it and then let me watch that fight that's what i want to see and
0: then watch that because i believe anybody could do it nah i don't know bro i feel like there's so many variables in a cage in a ring you get hit yeah. with a knee yeah a foot <laughs> a elbow bro. a hit. can you hit butt no no you can't hit but <laughs> you can't even strike 12 to
3: 6 like straight down with your elbow Twelve to six. But again. you could come. You could come from three o'clock. Hard as shit, though. I say that. <laughs> oh, do it again.
0: Do it again. Let me see you at three o'clock. <laughs> right Cross, right there. Have you ever gotten a cage and and trained a little bit? No, no. You, I've you only like trained
3: jujitsu. I've only trained. Oh, you Jiu-Jitsu. have? Yeah. You yeah. enjoy that? I loved it, man. I really want to get back into it, but it's just me between the, the the cost to train as well as to make the time. And I have one specific trainer I I, I started with, and I really respect him. I want to go back to him. Uh, Wagner Rosha, shout out. Uh, Wagner Rosha Martial Arts. But when I get that time, man, I I just want to go back and just start slowly training back and learn my triangles, my arm bars, and just hope nobody don't try your dog, bro. That's all I'm going (laughs) to say. Just hope nobody don't try. jiu-jitsu.
5: I did Muay Thai for a little bit, training with the Muay Thai, so. You know what I'm talking about. I want to get back into that, too. That's what's up, bro. How long did you
3: train? a uh,
5: few months, like six months I was doing it because the, the trainer guy would always come to my building and shit, so we got cool and he would come in there and he'd have another client and then after he's done with his client, he's like, yo, you wanna train? Like he was just trying to bring me onto it and then I started doing it and just enjoying it and he's like, yo, so, yeah, I bet yeah. your leg kicks is serious, bro. Nah, man, my leg kicks, I still had to work on them. My, legs, my leg kicks was kind of okay. trash. <laughs>
3: but you get what I'm saying. It's that rigorous, and it's also I think it's natural to human beings to have that fighting spirit. So it's just, I think even if you train and just never expect to become a fighter, is great. You get what I'm saying. So, yeah, guys, we've reached the end of our yellow brick road here. Uh, how you? All, how you? How you reset
0: the show again, Brandon?
3: This is Faction Talk 103 SiriusXM. Yeah,
0: Faction Talk Channel. Channel 103, SiriusXM, XM, paper route, paper route, paper route. We are hot on the press right now. We have Andrew out west, BC in the booth. That's how you do it. Wanna do it? You wanna try? Let me hear it. Yo, yo. No, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. You gotta
5: get into it. Yo, yo, yo. This is serious. I gotta work on it. I gotta work on it. (laughs) Serious XM Faction Talk 103. You're here with Brandon Marshall, Andrew Who, and BC in the booth. It's been another great show, and we are out of here. Ooh, he might be better than me.
0: (laughs) That was pretty good.
1: Imagine earning a degree that prepares you with real skills for the real world. Capella University's programs teach skills relevant to your career so you can apply what you learn right away. Learn how Capella can make a difference in your life at
2: capella.edu.